Hallelujah. We thank God you've tuned into this message by David Entry at Caris Church. No hand can help you with the fulfillment of your destiny, but the word of God. May God's hand align you further into your destiny through this word. Did you realize that Paul went to preach in Thessalonica? And he went to the synagogue and the Jews were filled with jealousy. And they guarded vain men, people who can't think properly. Useless people who don't have anything to lose. Guarded vain men. And they created a serious thing. They said, these guys are troubling our city. So, Paul, the brethren, hit him. And by night, they moved him out of the place. And then he went to Berea. And the opposite was in Berea. The Bible says that they were noble people. So, they... They were not studying the scriptures. They didn't become noble because they were studying the scripture, but their way of approaching life, they were noble people. So when they heard what Paul said, they searched through the scriptures. And Bible says that what I like about Berean is a lot of prominent women, important personalities, believed and came to the Lord. And Bible says that, and as for important men, it was not so little. <laughs> Bible says that, and as uh, and of men, not a few. Yeah. Important women, notable, honorable women, yeah. which were Greeks. Yeah. They came to believe in Berea. And guess what? The same Thessalonians or Thessalonians, yeah. they came to Berea yeah, yeah. to come and create same staring again. Oh. <laughs> and now they are looking for Paul to kill. So Paul had to run out of town. And then they, in fact, they smuggled him out by sea. They smuggled him out and he went to Athens. But when he got to Athens, he needed Silas, his companions. So he sent for Silas and Timothy or Timotheus. He said they should bring them quickly. And when they came, the Bible says that he, as he moved in the city, his heart, verse 16, his heart was stirred up. Some translations, his heart was provoked when he saw that the whole city was given to idol worship. When he saw that the entire school was given to workism. When he saw that the entire community has been deceived and skewed by demons, his spirit was provoked in him. And he started to preach. He preached to them. He went and reasoned with them. And it didn't work properly in the synagogue still. So he went to the market. And if the, that, that's where the philosophers, concentration of the philosophers, the Epicureans and the Stoics, they were there. And he went there. And they said, what has this babbler got to say? Some people say he's talking about some foreign gods and other things. And they say, okay, we will, let's arrange to hear what he's got to say. Oh, I like his preaching to them. He had to reason with them that the God who made the heavens and the earth, you can't reduce him to gold or silver object. You can't reduce him to all this kind of stuff. You can't reduce him. And he says that in the time of ignorance, God winked. So you got away with fornication because God winked. Yeah. 
but people are struggling and people struggle with all kinds of sins that will give Satan a freehold in their life because they are dry, their lives are dried of the Spirit. So in times like this, what you need more than even a miracle than anything is the flow of his spirit. That he will pour your spirit upon you in a measure that will allow you to be so wet in the spirit. You are soaked in the spirit. So in John chapter 7, verse, uh, verse 37, and the last day of the feast, the great day of the feast, Jesus stood with a loud voice and he said, If any man thirsts, let him come to me and drink. For as the scriptures have said, whoever believes in me, out of his belly shall flow rivers, rivers of living waters. Jesus said, If you, whoever the condition is test, now, before I, I, I go on to talk about the flow of the river, in this season, remember, in this season, sorry, in this season, when you come for the meetings, don't delay in taking opportunity to lift your hands in prayer as much as you can. Raise your hands in prayer as much as you can. Number two, Maintain a certain level of consistency. A certain level of consistency is required for something to turn around. So, in this season, in this season, remember to lift your hands. Remember to stay, cons maintain a certain level of consistency in the writing. Number three, this is very important. Some of you, by now, you should have had bits of it or a lot of it visions dreams promptings revelations so some of you will have dreams and you you have some vivid dreams god will be showing you things some of you when we are praying you fall into trance you will see things some of you will have visions some of you will hear you will hear so clear something is telling you and listen learn how to say god master speak your servant is listening. Because times like this, you see, any time you get closer to God, one of the signs that you are getting closer to God is you hear. Because God is a speaking God. It's not like God spoke in the past. He, you record him, when you are talking about how he dealt with the people, you can record that he spoke. But he is still speaking. He is a speaking God. That is why he's even the word. So, revelations. Some of you might have some revelations. You have some dreams. You have some promptings. And God will be revealing some things to you or speaking to you. Please, don't give yourself too much. To, don't be looking for strange revelation. That you saw some cricket with, with nine limbs. You, no, no, those things, Satan likes it. He gets involved very quickly. If you are looking for something spooky, Satan will get involved very quickly. This is not just an ordinary book. It's a revelation of over 40 men. So even if this one was lying, this one will catch him. And it's not that they knew each other. 
some of them they live within a span of 1,400 years. Do you, do you understand? Even 100 years, 100 years alone is long enough. 1,400 years. They never, some of them were doctors, some were fishermen, some were farmers, some were prisoners, some were lawyers, some were uh, tax collectors, uh, some were kings, some were princes, some were womanizers, some, sorry, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> but not really so. But you know, uh, different experiences. And they wrote, and not one thing they wrote contradicted what somebody wrote many years ago when they were not born. So when I'm talking about revelation, I'm not talking about something very spooky. You are looking for something very spooky. You have gone into hiding. Hmm. You, 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 you easily see Satan. So your focus should be on the word of God. That is why you cannot be exposed to an environment like this and not be reading your Bible. Because the more you read your Bible, listen to this very, very carefully. If you are an athlete and you are going you have sports or a sportsman and you have a major game or event you know you have to eat in the morning you have to at least you need something you can't for energy you can't go dry you collapse on the field or something like that you need energy in the same way in this atmosphere of fire revival you need spiritual energy you need to eat so that you can receive communications from above. You can easily receive communication. When God is speaking to you, it's not murky. It's clearer because you have been feeding. But if you don't read your word, when God is speaking to you, there's no quick point of reference. Or you don't have the crucible to capture what God is saying. So you can easily miss God. Is someone listening to me? One of the things you should be doing consistently reading your Bible. So... What have I said so far? Lift your, learn how to lift your hand, raise your hands. Consistency. Expect or be open to God speaking to you through visions, dreams, revelation, and even in His Word and through the teaching. As we are praying, sometimes some of you I know clearly, whilst you prayed and you hit a certain realm, you felt God was telling you so many things. How many of you know God will be telling you so? Do this, don't do this, do this, change this. Yeah. This is, this is part of uh, you can mark it to help you to maximize the move. Number number four. Number four, please walk in prompt obedience. When God speaks to you, act before it's too late. You'll be hearing from God and act. Act, 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 act. And then number five or six. Number one is what? Number two? Number three? Yes, yeah, so expect revelations, expect to hear from God revelation. Number um, four? Uh, prompt obedience. Number five? I haven't said it. Look for opportunities to sow some wild seeds. Sow seeds. Take steps of faith. Sow seeds you have never sown in your life. Sow seeds you have never. It has a way of breaking the back of a demonic stronghold. Anybody who has operated in certain dimensions of the grace of God, 
will always tell you seed sowing is a necessary way forward sometimes i feel sorry for people who don't understand the mystery of seed sowing if you lack the revelation of seed sowing you will lack a lot of grace opportunities you will lack it but because of the way it has been overemphasized and abused many if the longer you have been in church the more you are afraid <laughs> even when god speaks to you you feel oh, no maybe when you know god is speaking to you so a lot of people have gotten themselves blinded their ears are blunt to hearing god giving them instructions of seed sowing seed sowings are very necessary in times like this as you are fasting you are waiting on god you are praying you take steps and Stare the hand of the evil one or provoke certain levels of grace over your life, over your marriage. Some marriages have been blocked. It takes a certain slaughter at the altar. <laughs> oh, yes. I've been seeing it working and it works. Let me not belabor it because I think I owe you the duty of sharing it. I wouldn't have bothered God. I just owe you the duty. So, take steps of faith. Sow some seeds. These are fertile times because your spirit is a bit more light. And you know, when God speaks to you to sow a seed, the first thing that you encounter is fear. Especially when the seed that will change your story is fear. The seed, the life-transforming seed is always faced with fear initially. She think, mm, should I do this? Should I do this? Should I do this? Should I do this? Should I? It's always like that. Now, I live in that realm, so I went, uh, I was telling about Shiloh. God spoke to me last, was it last two years? And it was serious. I said, oh God, this one, you don't mean it. <laughs> you never get to a place. Listen, you never, what I'm trying to say is that I guess to a time in your work with God that a demand must be placed on you. It doesn't matter who you are and how high you are. That this demand is too much. Every now and then I, I feel it because when God wants to radically shift something, He will place a demand on you and He prompts it in your heart. Many have missed destinies because they disobeyed the voice they heard clearly to suicide. Clearly to suicide. Many. And a few have grasped and arrested and laid hold on destiny because they, they were obedient enough. They took their boldness enough. They said, I'll do it. I'll do it. And they laid hold on destiny. And the way it works sometimes, it looks like, wow. The, the results are glorious. And it puts a smile on your face. But if, even if you get a result right now, and God come again, you fear to do it. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm talking about. This, because the thing is always, I'm not talking about just you, all of us. When you're about to take a wildest step, there's always fear first. Mm. And that's the, the problem is when people come from Thessalonica to come. <laughs> when you have people, Thessalonians, are telling you that oh, this thing, you, just, you have to be careful about all this. Thing. You have to be careful about your destiny is, is opportunity. Destiny opportunities are passing. You have to be careful. Some of you, no one has sold any dangerous, terrible seed in your family to turn things around. 
God will give you the opportunity to be the one. Be the one. Every season you have to believe God. So this is some of the things. And then finally, I've been meaning to say this since last week. Learn how to document things. Write things down. When God speaks to you, write their visions, write it down. You, God will be, you'll be hearing things from God. Write it down. You'll be receiving prophetic word. Write it down. Document things. Document things. If you have to buy a special diary for it, go and do that. Because your normal church book, notebook, after writing, writing, most of us, you just pack it and keep writing and put it aside and keep writing, put it aside. You never go back to it. It's like, a, it's a church culture. It's a church culture. You have quite a few. Then when you are moving homes, you wonder, where should you even put this? Well, you don't know what to do with it. But then you must have a journal. You are writing, you are documenting things inside because your life is a, a, an unusual history. God is writing. Amen. So this, these are, uh, so how many? Seven or eight? Six. six. Only six. Number one is what? Left, lift your hand. Number two, yeah, stay consistent in something right you are doing. Number three, yeah, expect visions, revelations, dreams, and all that. How many of you are since the fasting after that? You've had some very interesting dreams. You went to sleep, you, you saw a dream that you can't tell. This one is not baby talking, it's like wow, it feels so real. Sometimes God will show one of the things that my anointing doesn't really push into is catching enemies so you see a dream and then you see um, someone who is trying to destroy you your enemy and all those things yeah it's also part of sometimes but personally it's not part i don't really see those things so quickly you know but some of you you will see somebody giving you food yeah giving you food and then you will see they put something in the food you see it in a dream it might not be Oh, let me say, oh, I didn't want to talk about it. Anyway, let me say this. When you have a dream in times like this, and you see somebody's face, don't conclude that the person is your enemy. Because Satan can use their face. All right? Just that you have to be careful. You just, God will guide you to be careful and alert, right? So these are things that you should, visions and dreams. So number two is vision, um, Visions and dreams. Number three. Number three. Number four. Prompt obedience. Number five. Look for opportunity to sow. Sow seeds you have never sown before. Remember that. Sow seeds to see what you have never seen before. And then number... Huh? Yeah, learn how to document it. Let me add one more. And expect... God to use you in some supernatural ways. Yeah. Miracles. Now, the, I was talking about John chapter. This is, these are things I was supposed to have told you since last week. So you can learn, you must know what. It's like um, uh, modus operandi. You know, how to handle the, these times, some of the things that are necessary to maximize times like this. But today, I saw pouring off. It's like a river, a river, a flow of water. Yesterday, it was oil, commotion of oil. Today, it's a flow, gushing of, like the rushing of a mighty wind. It's like, 
gushing, gushing. You know when, when um, main water is uh, water pipe best. The way, yeah, I saw something like gushing, filling the whole place. And as I knelt down, the Lord told me, this scripture will not leave me. It kept coming. Uh, I will pour water on the testy soul. I will pour water on the testy soul. In Isaiah chapter 44 verse 3. Isaiah 44 verse 3. Thank you, Jesus. It says that, for I will pour water upon him that is thirsty. Upon who? So don't let any Thessalonian who is not thirsty define how you should pursue God. Some people, what is going on? They are not aware. They are here, but they don't know what's going on. They are here, but they sleep the sleep of death. They are here. You came with them. You walk with them. In fact, they get here before you. But they are actually not aware of what is going on. Oh, you are praying. Also, it's just church. No, something is happening. So be, be, be careful. Of, beware of the Thessalonians. <laughs> the Thessalonians. They, they will come to Berea. <laughs> so it says, for our poor. I'll pour water upon him that is thirsty and floods upon the dry grounds. You know, I told you about dryness. That's where demons thrive in dryness. Say, so I will pour water and a, a, a flood upon the dry ground. I'll pour my spirit upon your seed and my blessing upon thy offering. offspring. So it's about the spirit. Do you remember how I, the first scripture I was quoting and I move on to the seven points I gave you about Jesus said, he that is thirsty, let him come. John chapter 7 verse 37. On the last day of the feast, he stood out with a loud voice and said, if any man thirst, let him come to me and drink. For out, as the scripture said, whoever believes in me, out of his belly shall flow rivers of the river. Verse 20, 39. For this spake he concerning the spirit. What he was saying, this is about the spirit. Drinking and the rivers of living waters flowing. You have to drink first. What will make you drink is your test. When you are thirsty, he said, come and drink. Come and drink. Isaiah chapter 55, verse 1. He said, oh, he that is thirsty. Come, let him come and drink. He says that, oh, everyone that tested, come ye to the waters. And he that has no money, come ye, buy and eat it. Say, come and buy. You, have, you don't have money, but come and buy. There's always a price to pay. It doesn't have to be financial price, but you have. Come and buy. Come and buy. Come buy and eat. Ye, come. Buy wine and milk without money and without price. Come. He that tests. Your tests will give you an advantage in an atmosphere like this. Your tests. Jesus said, he, he who is thirsty, let him come and drink. Now watch this. In John chapter 4, verse 10, he said, if you knew the gift of God, and he, who it is, who said to you, give me. <laughs> if you, Jesus has said, if you know the gift of God, and who it is that said to thee, give me to drink, thou would have asked of him, and he would have given you what? Living waters. My goodness. The waters are flowing. It says in the verse 14, whoever drinks this water I give will never test anymore. <laughs> verse 14 says that, but whoever
never drinks of the water that I shall give him shall never taste. But the water that I shall give him shall be in him what? A well of water springing up into everlasting life. Say, come and drink, and then well, wells will be flowing through you. Out of my belly shall flow rivers, rivers of living. Revelation chapter 21, verse 6. He that is thirsty, let him come. Revelation chapter 21, verse 6. Thank you, Jesus. And he said unto me, it is done. I'm the Alpha and the Omega. The beginning and I will give unto him that is a thirst of the fountain of the water of life freely. <laughs> oh, I thought I heard someone shouting, living amen. I'll give. Come and drink. Bible says that and the spirit and the bride, Revelation 22, verse 17. The spirit and the bride say, Come. He who is thirsty. And the spirit and the bride say, come. <coughs> and let him that hear us say, come. And let him that is at thirst come. And whosoever or whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. Freely. I saw rivers flowing. Let me give you last two scriptures and we pray for about just five minutes and we can close. Isaiah chapter 30, 35, verse 7 and verse 8. The jackals or the dragons, they represent demons. It says that, and the parched ground shall become a pool. Say amen. amen. And the thirsty land spring of water. Say amen. amen. In the habitation of dragons, <laughs> in the habitation where demons have have sat on aspects of your life he said that same place you know, demons only operate in dry places so if you want to get rid of them get a place wait <laughs> he said he says that and the past ground shall become a pool do you understand the past ground ground that is dry and cracky that's where demons are thriving. That's just uh, demonic influences are harassing you. You are struggling to just stop something bad. Simple masturbation, you are struggling. <laughs> Simple. Compare the mere cartoon Simple. <laughs> it's because dragons, the dragons are there. It's too dry. It's too dry. Your, <laughs> yeah, dry guns in the dry places. <laughs> yeah. Dry guns. Dry guns. So, it says that, I will, watch this, it said, uh, the patched grounds, the patched ground shall become a pool. Say amen. amen. And the thirsty land, a spring of water. Say Amen. amen. In the habitation of dragons, where each lay shall be grass with reeds and rushes. So now there's grass. Dragons don't like, no, grasses don't grow in dry places. So when, that means that dragons really don't operate where there are grass. 
where there's grass. He said, in the parched land, I'll pour out. That's describing somebody's destiny. Look at the next verse. Look at the next verse. And a highway shall be there, and a way, and it shall, it shall be called the way of what? Holiness. Now, it's not way of sin or evil or iniquity anymore. It's a way of holiness. Why? Because God has poured water on the parched land. That's what's happening to somebody. Some of you, that inclination that has the devil has used to endorse the addiction, you won't find it anymore. Amen. The inclination is not there. You will see Ibo, Ibo and Shayo. Yeah. You will see it and you feel like, what is this? You will see wheat, wheat. Meanwhile, it used to control spliff. It used to control your life. Most of us, the challenge is the appetite. It's, so, it's because you are dry. The dry grounds foster high, heavy appetite for the addictions and the struggles. Amen. But from today, I see water. Water of life being poured upon you. Water of life being poured upon your life. In the name of Jesus. And it says that it shall be called the highway, the, the way of holiness. The unclean shall not pass over it. Did you see that? Unclean shall not pass over, but it shall be it shall be for those the wayfaring men though fools shall not err those who have got they will make a mistake coming because now the dryness has been taken care of let me give you one more scripture i see what has been poured on somebody isaiah chapter 43 verse 20 isaiah 43 verse 20 the beast of the field shall honor me the dragon and the owls, the dragons and the owls, because I give water in the wilderness and river in the desert to give drink to my people, my chosen. Oh, I believe I'm describing somebody's story. So shall it be for you in the name of Jesus. Rise to your feet, everybody. Out of my belly shall flow. Thank you for listening to this message by David Entry. We pray you have been strengthened and enlightened. You can connect with David Entry on all relevant social media platforms, including Instagram and LinkedIn. You can also hear more messages from David Entry on all relevant streaming platforms and the Caris Church app. Don't forget to like and share the message. Be blessed.